0: It's Moose and Maggie on the fan, Sports Radio 1019 FM and Sports Radio 66, WFAN and WFAN-FM, New York.
1: Well, he's a two-time Super Bowl champion and now a key piece in the Giants secondary. It's Logan Ryan, and this Giants report is brought to you by HSS, official hospital of the New York Giants, and by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Hey, Logan, it's Moose and Maggie. How you doing? What's
2: going on, guys? Appreciate you having me.
1: No, appreciate you making the time for us, uh, and, and congrats on, on two in a row here. And, and, you know, we talked to you last week, and you said this time of year is kind of a, a crucial one for NFL players. And if the season's starting to go downhill, you can see and feel guys kind of check out mentally and start thinking about the off season. How much did that win – sort of keep everyone focused and keep this because the season is alive, Logan, and the NFC East for you guys. How crucial was that win for you guys over the Eagles?
2: Well, first of all, I love the biggie intro. It got me hyped. Um, <laughs> I'm definitely fired up for this interview. Um, and to answer your question, I mean. It's a banger. As as a, as a classic. As the season goes on, every game we know gets more important because so you got less of them um, to play and, and, and you start seeing the end picture possibly, but I mean, we're still in the middle of it. And that game, that game was important because, um, we didn't finish against the Eagles last time. And I don't know what the, the streak was. And I didn't like, um, curses and we can't beat this team. I don't like anything like that. I told you it was just about going out there and playing. We don't care much about it. Um, and we felt like, uh, we were a better team than the Eagles and we got to prove it on the scoreboard that day. And, um, and this next one is obviously going to be really important. This bye week is important to, to rest up, heal up, uh, keep attacking, and keep getting stronger while teams are kind of, um, you know, going through it. Playing ten games in a row like we did—that's that, tough on your body.
0: Certainly is, Logan. What do you, what would you say to those that say, "Well, listen, the Giants are three and seven. You are what your record is." I mean, Maggie and I have been talking about. It, it feels different. It looks different. I, I know you weren't with the Giants last year. You were with the Titans, but. What about those that look at this team and where the progress that you've seen and say, well, I mean, the results are the results. You're 3-17. and 17.
2: I mean, you are what you are. You are what your record is at the moment, but we still got games to play. I mean, normally in the NFL season, you have a new coach, you have a new system, you have new plays you're running, new coordinators, new players, a lot of turnover. You have four preseason games. We didn't. No other team did, so that is what it is, no excuse then normally the first four games of the year aren't really an indication of what your team's going to be. And I know in New England they say, you know, football doesn't start until after Thanksgiving. And November and December, this is when football teams start to get better and the ones that have been working start to ascend and the other ones start to go down the other way. And the other ones who never even ascended at all are starting to look at vacations. vacation. So this is when you start separating yourself from the pack and obviously we had a slow start, but it's not the end of it. And... Um, by any means, and I think we're happy with where we are. We'll live with our record, but we got to play opponents one week at a time, and I think that we're playing well right now.
1: Logan Ryan is our guest. You know, sometimes the numbers tell the story, sometimes they don't. You guys were, uh, you know, won the turnover battle 5-0 to zero against the Washington football team, and I thought the stat that really stood out defensively with you guys against the Eagles were their offense was 0-9 on third down. Uh, if we just take the secondary for a moment, what's different about the way you guys are playing now as opposed to the beginning of the year?
2: We're getting healthier. You know, we had a lot of games where, um, you know, our, our corner position would be banged up a little bit. Your Brill would be banged up with an injury here or there and come out and in. Um, Julian Love was banged up early in the year with a knee. I was playing every position in the secondary. Uh, continue to do that. But honestly, I just think our belief in one another, I just think our, our, our belief is high. I preach it every day. got to believe in this. you got to visualize that you're great before you become great. you got to visualize you're a top secondary before you become a top secondary, you got to start talking like it. You got to start walking like it. You got to start playing like it. And eventually you'll become it. And we were doing that and we were losing close games. We were doing that and we weren't making the plays. People said that we were horrible on third down defense. We couldn't get off the field to save our life. We just held a team 0 for 9. I don't think I've ever held a team 0 for on, in third down in my career. And we just got to be consistent with that. We couldn't get off the field in two minutes. We lost to the Eagles in two minutes. We lost to the Dallas Cowboys in two minutes. We were blowing fourth quarter leads. We get two interceptions in two-minute against Washington. We shut out the Eagles in two-minute last game. So all we can do is keep taking the criticism, keep taking it, put a chip on our shoulder and keep working, and then hey, football, the results show what it shows, and hopefully the results keep coming on our favor.
0: Logan, what do you think separates your defensive coordinator? What do you love about playing for Patrick Graham?
2: He's 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 working harder than every other defensive coordinator. He's coming with a new defense. We're putting in defenses on Saturday night. I'm drawing defense on the back of a napkin on Friday. He's looking at it like, you know what, this might work. Let's do it. And he's not afraid to call it. Um, you know, we probably have 80 defenses in. That's a lot. And we're, we're willing to run things all over the place. Tom Brady has said after we played the game, Man, you guys really made it hard on me. You know, a lot of your coverages, a lot of your defenses is a lot more complicated than I expected. Carson Wentz said in the media time and time again, you know, give credit to their defense. They made it really hard with their disguises and some of their defenses that made him uncomfortable. So we have a great pass rush that's able to get the guy off the spot, and we're doing a lot of things in the secondary to make it hard on the quarterback to hold the ball more, to let the pass rush get there, and then it all kind of works together. So Pat, he's willing to keep drawing up new defenses, keep putting guys in new positions, um, and I think you need a, a selfless coordinator who is willing to change, willing to change the defense. Um, based on the opponent, he's not saying, hey, I'm this d Ford's coordinator and I only run this defense, I invented this, and this works against everything. No, he's changing it up. And I think you need selfless players who say, hey, I love the blitz. I love the blitz, guys, but I only blitz once the Giants game and I play in the post a lot more than other games when I got to blitz five or six, seven times. So you need players like that who are willing to do whatever it takes to, you know, t- to let the team win, get the best get best opportunity for the team to win.
0: Logan, what is the defense you drew up on a napkin? I'm I was going to say,
1: are you going to be the co-coaching <laughs> coaching in your future? What did you
0: what, what did you schematically draw up while while
2: having lunch or whatever?
1: Annexation it might be? of Puerto Rico. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't Spider know. if you to heard my it was, banana. <laughs> see, now, look, see, you're joking about it. It was the defense that uh, we got the interception against Houston. I mean, wow. against, uh, against uh, Washington. So really? was that defense. Yeah, I said in my press conference, I said, I drew something up. I gave it to Pat. He installed it on Saturday night, and I messed it up in the first half, and they hit a 32-yard in-cut. And I said, Pat, I know that I gave you this defense, and I know I messed it up, but call it again. I'm not going to mess it up again. Actually, it's going to make them throw it to where, I, where we want. And Alex Smith threw it to where we won it, and I picked the ball off, and we won the game. So That's awesome. That, Wait, that, does not have that a name? Did you name it? I can't tell you. See, I can't see G5 Classified. You never know who's listening. This is New York Radio. This New York You
1: It's getting out. It's getting out everywhere. We'll go
2: annexation of Puerto Rico. That's
1: good. That's one of my favorite movies, Little Giants. So Logan Ryan is our guest, of course. Can, you know James Bradbury is is another guy who's new here for the Giants Logan. I mean, he's had a really amazing season and I don't know why the Eagles continued to target him last week seemed like a pretty bad idea. What should Giants fans know about James Bradbury?
2: Um, he's the best corner in the league, he'll never say it. He's he's a quiet and humble from Alabama, and I'm from Jersey. I talk a lot more than him. So, I'll hype him up. I'll be a, I'll be I'll be uh, if he's Biggie, I'll be puffy, you know. I'll hype him up. And um, they targeted him a lot because he's on their best player. You know, 13, um, Fogum from the Eagles. He's been having a good year since he's been in there. Um, They targeted him at the end of our game last time. They targeted him in the red area. And in key moments, third down, two-minute, red area, we put Bradbury on their best player. And a lot of quarterbacks, when it comes down to the key moments, they throw the ball to who they feel like is the hot hand who they feel like is their number one receiver, who feel like they're top target in those areas. And that's why Bradbury's on them. So, I mean, I'm not surprised that they threw it at him because that's their best chance to get a catch that they feel like. But we, we put Bradbury on them and it doesn't work out too well. So, he's he's playing phenomenal. I played in this system with Darrell Revis when he went all pro. I played in the system with Akeem Tlaib when he went all pro. And Bradbury's playing like an all pro. He's playing just as well as those two were. And I tell him that all the time. And I just want keep playing at that level, and I believe he will because he just minds his business and goes to work. Man,
0: did,
1: Logan, did you? Sorry, most really quickly, did you guys see the video, speaking of Puff Daddy, of him jumping in the pool?
2: <laughs> no, I got to check oh. out. I didn't see that one. Oh, Before I make my puppy ref- references, I got to go check out all the latest videos, just in case you did something <laughs> crazy. <laughs> it's,
1: it's really funny. I, I would suggest going to check it out. It's not exactly a swan dive into the pool, and it's hilarious. <laughs>
0: Um. Yeah, you know, Logan. When, when your your coach does not believe in momentum,
2: do you? Um, I think momentum can build belief. I believe in belief. I believe in just believing in it. And I think you need some of the results to believe in it. But no, just because we beat the Eagles doesn't mean we're just going to go out there and just steamroll um, Cincy or whoever we have next. Uh, I think uh, is it Cincy after the bye week? So yes. one week at a time. Yeah. So uh, that doesn't, we got, I got to go study Joe Burrow. I got to go practice against Joe Burrow. I mean, we're out here practicing in the rain. When you're sitting there at your office or whatever you guys are doing at noon, go look outside what the weather is. We're out there practicing it. Monsoons, swampy field. We're practicing in it. And um, I don't think the Eagles are practicing in it. I just really don't. I don't think the Eagles work harder than us. And that's just what it's going to take. I just think that. We're the hardest working team in football and just because we win some games, we can't stop that. You know? When we're one in seven or whatever the heck we were, and everyone rid us off, we were still practicing really hard. We're still out there in pads. We're still out there drawing up defenses on a Saturday night, trying to win the game. Well, we could have just packed it up and started looking at vacations. So we gotta we gotta stick with this. And I think Joe understands that, you know, three wins doesn't get you anything in this league. Three wins is not gonna get you anything but a ticket home. And seven losses this year doesn't get you out of anything you can win a division with seven losses this year so we're right in the middle of it we got to keep going and i think joe's right i I think the eagles game has no bearing on the fancy game
0: um logan what about your quarterback certainly he has been cleaner the last couple weeks what about what you've seen
2: from daniel jones um he's playing great He's, he's he's got the ability to win us games um and i'm happy i'm happy that he's making those plays and i'm happy that You know he's he's put us in position to win games. I mean he plays like that. We're going to be pretty good. So um, and I know he can and I know he will. And we see it all the time. And I'm just happy it's it's coming together on Sunday. And you know this isn't a sport where you get like 80 opportunities, like a like a basketball season. You get 160, and you have a bad four games, a bad 16 games, whatever. You have a bad four games at quarterback. I mean they want you out of out of the city. So I'm happy that he's able to string them together. And, I, and he was in there today during a bye week. We were all in there working out. and um, Well, I don't want to say in there. We were separated, super far apart, facility pretty much shut down for COVID. But we were trying to get our work in with the mask on the best we could over this bye week. And I definitely saw him putting some work in. Logan, I'm not sure. Giants just made uh, uh,
0: uh, some news, your, your team, uh, as they parted ways with offensive line coach Mark Colombo. Uh, that uh, they're they're going to change their offensive line coach here in the bye week uh your take the adjustment here the offensive line past couple weeks have been better he've been able to run the football but any reaction to that news coming out of the coming out uh, from the Giants facility
2: no i think i got to digest it i mean that's breaking to me too um you no know he's a former player um, and i can't say spend much time on the offensive line so whatever you know joe and them feels best i'm ride with that and you know you gotta ask Joe and all them or comment of the details of why, because you know I'm, I clearly don't know enough information. Just learning bad news right now to really comment on it.
1: Yeah, I'm not trying to sandbag you there. Just breaking right now. Dave, uh, Dave yeah. Elmo is going to be taking over. Um, so some changes here in the bye week. You know, you mentioned about rookie quarterbacks. I'm curious. You know, you're going to have Burrow coming out, and I'm not expecting you to have be totally scouted on him. But just in terms of facing rookie quarterbacks, Logan, I mean. What do you? How does that change things for you? Um, do you can you be a, maybe even a little bit simpler in your defensive schemes? Is it easier to confuse rookie quarterbacks? What's the approach?
2: Well, I've, I've watched them. Well, I'm a football fan, so I watch a lot of their games just that came on TV or kind of watching guys across the league. I watch a lot of film of other players in my position to see how they're playing things, see how they're doing things, see how they might play against a guy, and I've definitely watched them. He doesn't just seem like a rookie. He seems like his confidence is natural. You know, the cigar after the national championship, it just seemed like that's his bravado. And it it seems like he's playing like that. I saw his comments the other day when he said he didn't play well and he said it's not going to happen too often. I thought that was dope. I think that's cool. I believe everyone should believe in themselves. It seems like he does. So, to me, I don't think we're going to simplify anything because he's a rookie. I think he's playing beyond a rookie. I think he's pretty good from what I've seen. He's accurate. And I think that they have a lot of... Good um, receivers on that team with T. Higgins and A.J. Green, and uh, my man in the slot. Um, I just think that they have a lot of good pass catchers. I think he's an accurate quarterback. So I think uh, you know our work's cut out for us there. We gotta we gotta put the full game plan on him and make it difficult on him.
0: Logan, when you when you came here and signed with the Giants, is this is, is it everything that you expected it to be coming into this organization? Uh, having the success you've had with Tennessee and the Patriots, uh, collegially with Rutgers, but you wanted to be here, you wanted to be with the Giants. What about for you personally? Has this been everything that you kind of wanted and expected here from this organization?
2: Well, I told the organization one thing. I said, when you sign me, you know, a week after training camp, that I'm going to give you all I got, 100% for 17 weeks, lead the troops no matter what the record is. I'm going to lay it on the line and and leave it out there and be a, a um, spiritual, emotional, physical leader for the team and just give everything I have and every young guy, kind of teach them everything I know because I just felt very grateful for the opportunity. And it's honestly, they've given me everything back and more. Also, um, You know, from this season, uh, you guys know personally with my family, yep. uh, my wife, I mean, they've been so supportive. Obviously, Joe, obviously ownership, the training staff obviously came up really big. In my wife's situation, the Des- Dak Prescott injury, I felt very emotional about that as well. Of, of feeling bad for hurting Dak, I broke my leg uh, where I thought I was going to get a new contract, and I had to go back. And um, that whole that whole thing grew very close with Saquon. Saquon gets hurt, being there for Saquon. So it's just been a year of 2020 where I had a lot of things off the field, a lot of things bigger than ball, um, you know, happened this year. And I feel like the organization has been very supportive of me. Um, coaches reaching out, telling me how much they appreciate me. And uh, that always feels good to feel like you're appreciated. I feel like I'm very appreciated and embraced by the city, uh, embraced by being back home in Jersey. And um, it's been really, really honored. You know, I'm really honored to be here. And for these um, last stretch of the season to the playoffs here, I'm a, I feel motivated to play my best ball. And um, I think that it's been everything I can ask for and more just because of stuff off the field as well.
1: Wow, totally understand that. And how about Rutgers could stick a fork in Michigan this weekend if they play well enough? You know, Logan, I just want to circle back to something you said, and it it was about the the work ethic that you guys have and then saying, I don't think this is what the Philadelphia Eagles are doing. Like, they're not out there practicing in the cold. They're not out there practicing in a monsoon. They're not out there doing all that. You know, people are wondering, like, what the hell is going on with the Philadelphia Eagles? Why does Carson Wentz look worse than, than he has in a long time? Do you think that they're part of the reason is because they're not working hard enough?
2: Oh I don't want to say they're not working hard. I just know they're not working like us. I because I just I've been around this league. I know guys on every team. You know, I have teammates on every single team um, around the league. I just when you're just around long enough it's a small league. And I just look, I came from New England, I'm like ain't nobody working harder than New England. <laughs> and then I went to Tennessee and we got Mike Rabel, and we had guys, we were working. And we worked. And then I got here, and I'm like, oh, shoot, nobody's working harder right here. This is borderline crazy how hard we're working. But then we're seeing the results pay off. So I just I've, – I've been a hard worker. If you know my reputation, it, it is an extremely hard worker uh, for some hardworking franchises. So I would put myself as one of the hardest workers in the league. And we're putting in work. We're, we're putting in work. And I just don't think the Eagles are matching that. And I'm not saying that doesn't mean they're not working hard. They might be working like everybody else. But they're just not working like the New York Giants. And they're just not on the mission um that i'm on personally um this year uh, i just don't think they're at that level i just think it shows with how the game went um how both games went honestly and um so i don't know maybe we see him again i don't know but uh i'll I'll take my guys and i take how we work any day of the week
0: you know logan last one for me would be about your coach i love him right you love him Uh, Uh, i think giant fans are enamored with him as well those outside that have been critical about what he did during training camp, not being himself, be don't be Bill Belichick. And they're like, what? What do don't what don't people understand about Judge from the outside that you understand as a player?
2: I just think that people don't understand, you know, what it might take to win. And if it takes a training camp that's something out of a sports movie, where guys are throwing up and it looks crazy, then. That might, might be what it take at the, at the moment, but that, that's not what it takes when you get a COVID test that's positive on the team. And then you go to virtual meetings. You go to virtual meetings all week, and you play the Tampa Bay Bucks. on Monday night, you're supposed to get blown out. You play the bucks really well, and you don't win the game, so you're still not happy, but you play the bucks really well. And then Joe learns something and says, "Wow, you know what? We can handle virtual meetings." So what did we do last week? On Thursday, we had virtual meetings instead of going in the building. Nobody test positive, but he said we handle this meeting well. Let's let's get off our legs. Let's do a virtual meeting instead of getting up here early and doing meetings. We do that. We play our best complete game against the Eagles. So I think what people understand is when it's time to work, it's time to work. But how are you willing to win? And one thing he might have took from Bill Belichick or not, or one thing he has a good canny ability is how to adapt. And we have adapted our schedule. You don't see guys you know, throwing up right now in practice. We adapted everything about it and what it takes, whatever that week, to win. Whether that be Pat Graham's allowed to run a completely new defense. We went 0 for – we held the Eagles 0 for 9, and we might not run this one defense the same next game. That's crazy. Most people say, why don't you just keep running what you're running? It's working because it might not work against the next opponent. We start from scratch. So I just think their willingness to work every week, the willingness to adapt, to put the team in the best position to win, get the players the most prepared to win, and then it's up ultimately up to the players, in my opinion, to go win and lose the game on Sundays. It's up for the coaches to prepare you, but it's up to the players to go win and lose the game on Sundays. So in training camp, when he had to thin out the week and do all that stuff, whatever he had to do, he had to do. But now he understands when to rest the guys, when to work the guys, when to hold the guys accountable, the best player, Logan Ryan, to whoever. And then he understands when to go out there and let the players loose on Sunday. And I think that's what he's doing.
1: Logan, Logan we really appreciate the time. Thanks so much. Enjoy the bye week um, and a little bit of rest. Stay safe. And uh, we're looking forward to talking with you again when the the season resumes. Thanks a lot.
2: Appreciate you guys. Thank you.
1: Appreciate you. Check out that Puff Daddy video too. It's really hilarious.
2: Everyone should.
1: (laughs) You just – he puts the goggles down, and you think yeah. he's just going to very majestically jump into the pool, and then hilarity ensues. Okay, we got to take a quick break. Marcus Camby's going to join us. We got back to back amazing guests. Really looking forward to talking with the former. Nick's great, Marcus Camby, and so much more to do here on this Wednesday edition of the Moose of Big Maggie news for Show. the
0: Giants, too. Colombo out as yeah, offensive you know, they line were, coach. They
1: were playing so much better. Um, maybe a little surprising, but. A lot to unpack today. News coming in, flying in all directions. Knicks are trying to move up. Are they angling for the top pick? So much to do here on the Moose and Maggie Show. Don't miss a moment. We're back in a, in a sec, in a flash, in a heartbeat. Don't move.